Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The can is right. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. A pound old West Ham Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast podcast season 10 episode 31 we are recording minutes nay seconds after the final whistle on a monday night against the blades at the london stadium if you missed it we won 3-0 we are fourth in the league we are the top london club we are above liverpool we are above spurs we are above chelsea well for now. chelsea just kicked off now for now but as we record we are the top london club and we are fourth in the league with me tonight is uh Canning Town, Lynn. Where, Good um, evening. I was going to say, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in the lounge doing the podcast with you. And we are fourth. Doesn't matter yeah, about temporary are. or what. Chelsea might not win. If you're going to look at the league at this time of year and we're fourth, we're fourth. Yeah. Simple as. Uh, also with me tonight, uh, John, where are you? What are you doing? Good evening. I'm in my loft talking to you. Good. Uh, no George tonight. I assume he's watching the Chelsea match with his uh, lady wife and uh, I would assume, Jessica. I would assume he's uh, looking after the baby while his Chelsea season ticket holding wife watches, watches the game. Football. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And last but not least, uh, Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my front room. Front room, oh. not lounge, just to show me I work in classrooms. I don't uh, think you've ever recorded in your front room before, have you? Uh, no, but, you know, you're, you want to crack on, don't you? You know, so it ain't okay, worth walking so up to the shed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we won 3-0. Um, we're, we're start because I usually leave you to last, Nigel. Let's, who did I start with? Um, me, Nigel, last, last week. week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Well, let's, let's go last. Let's start with you, John. John, what did you say? What was your prediction? I think you predicted a loss. Am I right? Or am I complaining? Oh, I you? can't remember. Was that last week? It was last week. Oh, yeah, last I can't Monday. remember. You tell me. I think you said a loss. You were I don't, quite I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Um, I think I said well, a loss to Man United, and I think I, I thought... I, but anyway. But I'm... I, 
I am on to play it back while you're. T- give me, give us your uh, your view of the um, the game that you've just seen. You should remember it. I can't remember it. Yeah, I have just watched it. Um, it was okay. It was a great result. I thought um, Ben Johnson had a really good game. I thought Dawson had a really good game. I thought Lingard had a really good game. I thought we looked Man like... Man of the a, match performance for Lingard? Uh, uh, no, I think Johnson. Oh, right. I thought oh, he, right. he was Fair really enough. good. I was really impressed with him. Um, I would say we look like a team that is a decent team without a striker is what I think we look like. We look like we sort of haven't got that cutting edge yet. We still scored three goals. Um, I can't understand why we'll ever take a short corner. Um, mm. It's just you were saying that. So let's talk about formation because you know I never know about formation. I ask you guys. Um, it was a Christmas tree, bow, I think. Bowing up front. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think Lingard was more up front. I thought he played more well, than Harrison Bowie. This is so. I saw some people. Most people were putting Bowen up front, but I, I thought Lingard was a bit more of a. I don't know if he was playing force nine or not. I'm asking you. What um, would he have three at the back, or did he have five at the back, or were we going to that old? Well, I sometimes think it's, it's five, sometimes it's three. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was three at the back with. Yeah, to, with a five, two, the two other five. two coming back when they yeah, needed to defend. When yeah. needed to defend, yeah. But I, I mean, I would. I it looked to me like Lingard was playing in front of Bowen. Um, I thought Bowen. I don't think Bowen had a great game. Be honest. And mm. I was, I, I would, I, and in some respects, I well, would, he's, 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 he's been suffering a little bit with some tonsillitis. So he's, oh, is um, he? Has he not? Has he been under yeah. the weather? Has he? Yeah, uh, not. I mean, not, I'm not, not sure that actually stops you from playing football, but it probably, you know, anything like right, that. Can tonsillitis can really impact. take it out of you? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it's, it was a great result. I thought Sheffield United were pretty dire. They, they had a lot of the ball. But they, they couldn't finish. I thought Fabianski had a good game. Kept, kept yeah. a, did a couple of good saves. So, yeah, I've all just pleased to, with the result. Glad to be and fourth bef- for however long before, it is. Yeah. Before, before we uh, move on to Len, what, what did you think of uh, the penalty? And, and there seemed to be a little bit of dispute over whether Lingard or, or uh, Rice was taking it. Well, again, I put on a group with when... We were, we thought we'd got our first penalty in the first three minutes. Rice was stood there with a the ball under his arm, ready to take it. So yeah, it looked like he was going to be the designated penalty taker. So I was yeah. wasn't surprised when he grabbed the ball off of Lingard. He looks like he's been practicing because he really meant that, right? I think I think he's been doing a bit of penalty practicing. Well, he's, he's obviously very aware that if Noble's not on the pitch, that place is up for 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 begs in it. So he's yeah. obviously. But you know, in the first, whether the first one was because there was some discussion whether. As well, I'm going to move that question on. Side. I was going to move that question on to Len, but um, I, I, I still disagree. By the way, just talking about um, um, Rice, I still disagree that the um, that the uh, captain's armband is handed over. What over an hour has been played by Rice, and he gives over the the armband to. Yeah, um, it's a strange one, isn't it? Strange one, but Lenny, let, let's talk to you. Uh, John just brought up um, a very good point. Uh, the first penalty shout. What? What? What did you make of that? 
Um, it, well, it looked so hard. You've probably only just seen it because I know your stream was really <laughs> delayed. So I'll just have you seen that yet? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so facetious. Yeah, I mean, I was funny enough, it was, um, I had a feeling we'd get a penalty, and one of the ex pros told me a few weeks ago that Rice had volunteered at all. He said, take responsibility for him. He didn't sound like he wanted to take it. So I knew that he was going to take the penalty. I did think, the, obviously, I it wish you told us that. We could have had a little bet. I've been having bets for... Uh, um, I'm sorry, I didn't think that was that important. Well, I've been taking bets for West Ham to have a penalty for the last two games. Just a pound. Well, we don't if get I knew him, though, he was do a, we? I, was, I mean, I, I really, it, we don't get in the area enough to get enough penalties. Well, next time an ex-pro gives you something like that, please share it with us so we oh, can have oh, a little right, uh, betting scam. Oh, all right. Uh, anyway, just, go He's you know, talking to me. He's not talking to anyone else. I mean, not, you know. who, who was it? <laughs> can you say? Can you say? Well, we're talking about penalties, so I won't give the game away. Reg Stewart. Might have been. <laughs> Might have been someone else. Might have been Phil Parks. He faced a lot of penalties. Was Ray, it was Ray Stewart. Come on, <laughs> it might be perfectly honest. It was Ray Stewart. You gave that one away. Well, I kind of told you, didn't I, really? No, Man, but... Uh, so, you, but yeah, but, the, the, you know... Uh, I, I'm, I, and then I thought to myself, oh, I wonder if that's going to be the same now as... Um, as um, um, Lingard wasn't there sort of um, at the time. So maybe that had changed. Uh, and I could understand why Lingard would kind of want the penalty, but um, I, I, I wasn't sure it was a great penalty for myself. But, you know, well, it, it, he, he sticked it away. So that's the, the important thing. But he didn't look... It didn't look like he wanted to take it too much to me, but it did look like he wanted to take responsibility. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about the other flash points in the game. Uh, Issa Diop, who who obviously was only uh, signed off not having concussion, so didn't have to follow the ten day rule. Signed off by a doctor, comes back um, only because <laughs> Oggy was out. Uh, Belbrana has got a, a dodgy calf, so didn't even make the squad. So. So uh, Diop comes in and and uh, his return is marked by a goal. Did did you think? Um, did, yeah, number Great set. Header. I don't know how many set pieces. Is that twelve goals we scored from? Or is that thirteen now? Well, we seem to get one every game. I was until that late goal went in. I was about to say, do you think we're ever going to score in open play? Because the last game would have been Palace, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I can't remember that. Yeah. Um, well, that was again. We just fast forward to the last, you know, in late in injury time. A little bit of funny one. I blame John here. Uh, obviously, Frederick scored his goal in the ninety sixth minute. Um, we, I was already on this podcast shouting. You were about you and Nigel were about three minutes behind. But <laughs> yeah. to be fair, John had already put three in the WhatsApp group yeah. before our, even me. So John must have been watching on BT Sport. I was probably thirty seconds after that jumping up and down on this live stream and then about two minutes later uh nigel then caught up and then about a minute later after that you caught up lid yeah he went in that's the important thing you know it's like what the striker said i didn't have to see it live as long as we won because i don't say that you know but you know yeah please with that good what, man of the sort- match well, Lingard man for me match. just yeah okay fair yeah, enough. it's just he we brings got- so much doesn't he I, I, without him, I think we're 
we're deeper in our own half. He did a, a, he did a lot. Of, he was very lively. He's done a lot of running. He doesn't look like a, a player that's not been uh, playing regularly. Um, but let's let's move to uh, a very patiently in his living room, in his front room, in his parlour, whatever he wants to call it. Nigel, front room, mate, because <laughs> it's the room at the front. Three at the back. Even though, when I was a kid, my front room was actually in the middle of the house, which may have confused people. Formation, Nigel, purist. Formation, you know, I don't get hung up on stuff like that. They played 11 players. Oh, yeah, you always do this. If you don't know, say you don't know. What do you mean? Well, of course I know. He played three at the back, but which then turned into five at the back when we were defending. Um, he had Bowen up front, uh, interchanging with Lingard uh-huh. and Lanzini at various times. With obviously Suchek and Rice um, holding the middle. So, so you're saying interchanging know. between Bowen and uh, uh, and Lingard? Well, they did, didn't they? Well, I, I guess they did because I couldn't well, work out which one was. Well, they did, but whether they were supposed to, I don't know. You know, it, uh, whatever he set out as a formation, you don't know. Maybe he said mix it around. How about Lanzini? Birthday today, 28 years old. Could be sold in the summer if reports are due to be, uh, to be believed for 15 million. Uh, is he a um, David Moyes player or can he be a David Moyes player, Lanzini? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Would you keep him in the squad next at season? The, at the moment, oh, well, next season, oh dear, oh, listen, it depends what Moyes is planning to do, isn't it, with this 60 million kitty we've uh, supposedly got. So, it, it, I mean, I'd imagine that 60 million kitty relies on people like Lanzini and Anderson. Well, it does. Well, I, I wrote it today, but someone else has written it. So, what it relies on is 20 million from Alaire. 15 million from Lanzini, 7 million from Yarmolenko, and the remainder from um, um, from uh, Philip, Philip Anderson, yeah. 7 Wait, million you... for Yarmolenko? What are you doing? Sticking 6.5 million pounds on his back in used notes? You're going to get 7 million for him. It's one of them. He's we probably paid 18. Yarmolenko we paid 18 at a Turkish for him. wedding. So they've paid all the money million. on him now, yeah. and, and now you get we, to buy him. We paid eighteen million from him, late. Eighteen it million. Makes no odds. <laughs> makes no odds what you paid does it? Makes you no you're saying he's you not paid. worth in form, and I know he's got ligament issues at the moment. I think he's got a lot in today's market he's worth. Uh, uh, hang on, in in today's market he's worth seven or, or six or seven million. Come where, on. where did you I get? Where did you get your figures from? For you, obviously, you've written an article. Well, that, where did you get your figures I, from? Transfer that market, was a figure it? written. No, it wasn't. the 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 figure about Yarmolenko was written by report, and I forget where it was. It was one of these. Yeah, well, where's the fifteen million for Lanzini come from as well? That 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 came abroad. That came from a Spanish paper who said that he was being touted around for fifteen million in the summer. Again, it might be an agent story. Fifteen million does sound about the right money for for Lanzini. I don't feel, I think that's Six too much, much money now. Oh, it's too much money for Lanzini. Far too much. I know they call him the job, but you have to stiff, stick a few of them up his arsehole to get that much money. Anyway, anyway we'll get back to that. We've slightly digressed from the game. Nigel, let's, talk, let's go back to the game. Um, who was your man of the match? Uh, uh, Lingard w- w- 
seemed to do more with the ball when we had it. I'd, I'd, I think Dawson done well at the back. Johnson played well. Kufau had a good game, could have scored a goal. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard to pick out. It was a good, another good overall team performance. No complaints about anyone. Not even Lanzini. I thought Lanzini was busy. You know, there's been a lot of a social media negativity in certain areas mm. uh, in in regards to what we've done in the transfer market, what Moyes has done after the Fulham game. Yeah. And I just think that perhaps we need to try and enjoy the moment. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's still yeah, a lot yeah. of negative negativity around certain, you know, people would, I'd, I'd just dip me head in on the Twitter and, you know, oh, people dear. moaning about Noble coming on. What a substitution would he do that for? You know, uh, it's more as being well, negative at 2 He's using the squad, isn't he? He's, you know, he's, he's, he's using the squad and, and saving legs, and I, using, I would imagine. And what people forget is Noble's experience is probably worth five yards in pace. And the, and his ability to pass the ball, the ball moves ten times faster than a player running with the ball when you pass it. And what Noble has got is a great passing ability. So I, I haven't got a problem whatsoever with anything that happened today. The, the only funny thing about it is I did think that the penalty that we were given and was deemed to be a penalty by VAR before being disallowed for being offside. Um, one that I like is why I think VAR's a bit stupid. Yeah. Um, because it, perhaps it should be like cricket. You can only appeal for what you're appealing for. So if you're appealing for a catch behind, but it looks like it could be LBW, you, you know, you, he's not out. Um, yeah. The, it, it was just, you know, we appealed for a penalty. VAR checks the penalty. And then it seems like VAR checked everything else to make sure we didn't get the penalty. But I didn't think it was a penalty. Now you the one on Dawson. Yeah, I just it, it, for me it was just it was a nothing. I don't even think Dawson thought it was a penalty. Well, they didn't really appeal, did they? No, the referee. Who was the ref? Oh, Madley, I think. Was it, is it he's Bobby Madley's brother? Is it? Yeah, I think so. So, you know, it, it, I mean, that's highlighted why I think VAR still stupid. They ain't going to get rid of it, no matter what the, the fans, you know, think. I think most fans are in favour of VAR. They just need to use it, as they said they're going to use it, for clear and obvious errors, as opposed for everything. Yeah, I mean, even Dawson's offside wasn't clear and obvious, was it? No. But then did you see that game? Was it Was it Harry Maguire yesterday? He was offside for the penalty that he was given and they checked it and he went and checked it on the screen. Didn't give it because he didn't think it was a penalty, but it was clearly offside in the build-up and there was no mention of that at all. Yeah. So it seems to be even sort of a miss from the VAR side. Yeah, I, it's just... Uh, I don't, it, it don't add... It, VAR for me is a goal killer. It, it, don't, it don't give goals. It chalks goals off. And football's all about goals because goals are fun, people. But, um, yeah, happy days, onwards and upwards, maybe. Um, Next five games are going to be a bit tougher. Are we going to talk about the next five games? Might as well. 
Mark as well. Oh, sorry, where's Sean? Have you left or something? Oh, the host yeah, is watching, obviously very busy. Yeah, he's obviously watching the Chelsea game. Yeah. No, I wasn't watching the Chelsea game. I was just listening to what we predicted last week, and I was just playing back. You predicted a draw, by the way, John. I didn't oh. quite get to the others, but... Um, oh, right. Um, well, you could jolt me into saying win. He's desperate you to said, be proved you, right, isn't he? Look, John, no, you said 2-1 loss. You said 2-1 loss to Man United and draw to Sheffield United. I haven't heard the rest of it yeah. yet. But, um, I, I thought it would be a lot tougher than it was tonight. So yeah. It wasn't 1-0, was oh, it, Sean? So I don't know why you're listening to the predictions. Yeah, yeah, I know. I said one nil. Sure. It wasn't an easy shot. Was yeah, it wasn't Sorry? easy. Sheffield oh, it wasn't United easy. I mean, be, yeah, before the, before our penalty, um, I could see them scoring, but their heads went down after. after oh, after they the penalty, went one the goal. I mean, there was a great save by Fabian. Yeah, but their heads the, went down. You could say it, it just what I mean. It's because he had the I ball mean, even down. that that header went straight into. I mean, we had a. You could say we rode our luck, but but it just wasn't Sheffield United's night and. And uh, that header went straight at Fabianski. Um, every shot seemed to be way off target. They're lacking confidence, and I think they're done. You know, uh, they're lacking a quality. Yeah, they they're lacking. Got, they've lost a few players for injury. It's a shame because I like Chris Wilder, and um, but they're done. My Goldrick's not a Premier League strike. He'd probably struggle to get goals in the Championship, but he's all they've got up front. Oliver McBurney, they got from Swansea. It, it hasn't really worked. I, I thought they'd bring on that Liverpool guy who was supposed to be Rian coming Brewster. to West Ham. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, was he a West Ham fan or something? Isn't no, he a West Ham fan? He, he was on our books as a kid. He comes out of Chad Relief. Oh, I don't it. know whether he was a West Ham fan or not. Cause He's a local goes. lad, yeah? Well, what are you calling local? I wouldn't call Chad Relief local to West Ham, no. <laughs> well, well, local to uh, Chadwell yeah. Heath. People in that kind of area tend to be, it was a West Ham stomping ground, right? It's not yes. a, a typical Spurs area, is it? Or of course, you remember what area. the link between Chadwell Heath and West Ham was, Sean, didn't you? Well, be, beyond that's where our other training ground is, gone. Yes. No. Right. no, I was just making sure that you no, still of course remember. I know. Still, we still own Chadwell Heath, obviously. No, I yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So, I what, mean, what else you got to say before the game? Before we move on to the, well, I was just going to move on to the next five games. Well, and... let, let, let me ask you about the injuries. So, obviously, um, uh, David Moyes has been a bit economical with the truth, you know. So he's been saying um, Michael Antonio's got fatigue. Well, we all we all know that he hasn't got fatigue. He's got. He's got a hamstring issue. You, didn't and, and you tell us he was like ninety odd percent going to be playing? Ninety nine percent. Well, I said uh, I I was told that um, by uh, someone. Um, he faced a, a fitness test, and I was very clear for that even today. And he failed that fitness test. So if he's failed a fitness test, he's not going to be on the bench. But he, they were hoping, right? He didn't train all week, but they were hoping he would be fit for today. But you know what? I agree with David Moyes, and and, and you said this, I think, last week, John. There's no point in having a 80% fit Macau Antonio on the pitch. That's what Fulham was. You've got to have a 100% fit Antonio. Otherwise, he's just not worth playing. He's only got one speed, and that's 100% full out running. Otherwise, he's not effective. Well, that's obviously why he's got Lingard in for, isn't it? Lingard is. Yeah. Lingard is our new striking option. Yeah. Or well, extra. you could say. 
or extra striking option. So I agree. Wait for um, Antonio to be a hundred percent fit. We've we've obviously lost Ogbonna. Um, I think we've got to come up against some better opposition to find out whether. Um, well, we've got long to wait then. Well, I know. Um, and and obviously, Belbarna uh, Brainer um, had um, a calf injury, and he said he might not make Which it. Which one? Which one? I think he had a stutter there. Belbarna. You need yeah, to make uh, him Belbarna Belbarna or oh, Belbarna? Yeah. Belbarna has got a calf injury, so you know, fair play. I hope I hope Diop keeps his place now. Um, so, so my question, Nigel, with the injuries we've got, and we've obviously got Jan Malenko out. Was it the best squad? It was a, quite a lot of. Um, Youngsters, I didn't know if you looked at the bench, but you had two centre-backs in Frederick Alves and uh, Jamal Baptiste. Uh, you had Connor Coventry, who's a defensive midfielder as cover. And you had Mipo as a striker. Am I missing anyone else out? No, that was it, wasn't it? Why wasn't the four hours in the squad? Do you know what? That is a really good question, which I didn't actually spot until you've just mentioned it, Lenny. There you go. That's so you probably a story. Answer. Mystery of Fournells. Missing in Fournells. I, I the see it now. Machine get the mystery get machine out. Yeah. The mystery headline. <laughs> I, 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 love, I, I love that headline. I did like that uh, mystery machine, uh, Lenny. That was uh, one of your... <laughs> that was one I of have your to put ones. that up on the group. The, the listeners won't know what we're talking about, will they? Only the tweeters. Only you know, the there's more to laugh than Twitter. Um, is, is there anyth- <laughs> any- <laughs> anything else we want to talk about before we talk about the next game? Uh, no. Yes, that is that's a very good point. I, it was led last week that reminded me, uh, and it's you this week. Uh, Man United, we lost, but you're right, we haven't recorded since. So let's start with you again, John. Um, anything to say about it? Obviously, we got knocked out, but we gave it a go, didn't we? Uh, not really. Did we? I think we did. Really? I think it's probably the worst. I think it's probably the worst performance I've seen for a long time. It was close to the Liverpool performance and not far from the Fulham performance. It felt really. It, we seem to come out one you or know, two. You ways. know, we lost in extra time. Yeah, we we held them for a long time. So uh, uh, when uh, you mate, say we, we, we were, were heading for penalties, awful. right? So when we you were say awful. We gave it a go from a point of view. We held them and stopped them playing their game. One of the worst games of football I'd seen for ages. It was boring. 106 minutes we held them for. It, 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 it's, we seem to come out one or two ways against the bigger teams. We seem to come out with an inferiority complex and sit back and just don't do anything is what we did then. Or we come out and have a punt and have a go at them where sometimes we turn them over. And I don't know what it is and what, why what we come out with differently. Uh, what was try, the not, try not to lose by the look of it. Yeah, hang <laughs> out to the penalties. Yeah. Well, it, it was awful. It was an awful game, football. Really disappointing. Yeah, and, uh, it was awful yeah, to watch. And I was hopeful. Until it worked today, we, we, I hope we don't get the same team, that, the same performance that we've had for the like the Liverpool, Fulham and the Man United. And tonight was a mixture, of, to be fair. It wasn't up there with the Villa yeah. performance, but it was a lot better than the Man U performance. Did you think it could have been our year? No. No. <laughs> but I'm a pessimistic West Ham fan. Yeah. Lenny. Yes, mate. FA Cup, fifth round. Yeah. 
weren't happening, was it? Strong team. Strong team, though. No, it weren't. Very, oh, we, no, what do you mean? What, well, who would you have Antonio in it, did it? Well, Antonio well, I know, I know fit, didn't, as we, we know now. Tonight either, but if we ain't got uh, Antonio or Lingard, then where, where's the goal attempts going to come from? We well, see what Mippo, happened when did, we pushed... Did he, did he hang? Did he hang the young kid out to dry? After using so obviously his plan B, Yarmolenko. He put Yarmolenko out. I mean, we, you haven't mentioned this, but we we had a lot of injuries during that game, uh, John. And maybe we talk about this with Len. We did. You know, we we lost. Um, Ogbonna being the worst one. Um, yeah. So so obviously, uh, um, Martial came in high studs. He's he's going to be out up to four weeks with a high ankle strain. Um, Diop comes in to replace him and becomes, then got a massive egg-shaped bump on his head, uh, goes off at half-time to be replaced by Fredericks, becoming the first concussion sub in the history of English football. Pub quiz question there. Um, and we lost Yarmolenko with, with knee ligaments. So, you know, um, if you lose three players... I know we had we had five substitutes, or was it seven? We had, we were allowed seven actually. We were allowed five substitutes in the FA Cup with another two concussion substitutes. So um, we used one of those concussion substitutes. Did that ruin the game, Lenny? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sorry, all I heard was your your phone, someone's phone going. I didn't hear the. Oh, I didn't hear any phone. So, but, oh, um, sorry. Um, um, did did the did the injuries ruin the game and our chances? I, actually, um, the, the, I thought Moyes was somewhat unlucky because I, I did like the tactical switch he done at half time because um, we didn't have an outlet the first half and. If we was to bring on um, 
Ben Rama to be that outlet, we'd have had one outlet 20 yards ahead of the defence because we wasn't getting the ball. By being a win-backs, we got two outlets five yards away. So we, we got more of the ball that way. Lo and behold, we was unlucky for um, um, uh, Jan Malenko to go off. Although he's not my favourite player, at least he could attack the ball in the air, which, as you had win-backs, was going to be more effective. He went off, and then it was Meepoo that went on, wasn't it, from yeah. him, was it? And um, they kind of put play to that, really. So there was an element of bad luck, but, you know, it's gone, isn't it? It's in the past, really, now already. Yeah, it is. It is. So, Nigel, I know mm. you're a big Cup fan. Yes. Um, uh, did did Moyes really- get it wrong? Did Moyes get it wrong? Were the players not up for it? Do you know what? It looked like he was playing for penalties at one point. Really? No one does, do they? Well, I'd, when we went into extra time, I'd, it was just it was a bit of a nothing game, really. We didn't seem to show much attacking intent. But then again, no Lingard. Uh, Chelsea had just scored 1-0. Giroud yeah, on for Tammy Abrams. And it uh, means everybody can stop crowing about being fourth. Hey, you're not uh, over yet. Um, no, not that's over. true. The game's not over. But, uh, but uh, you know, as you were saying, Len, if you're fourth, you're fourth. Well, guess what? We're not. Um, well, we are because I ain't finished. Well, no, but you were and talking anyway, live And anyway, Chelsea haven't scored on my stream yet. Well, <laughs> leave me to leave me to <laughs> fourth for a couple of seconds. There's no one I have left. All right. Okay. <laughs> You're like a time traveller, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop messing about in my reality. Yeah, dear. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He's coming down the left. Yeah, watch the cross. Yeah. Oh, bad. Look at that. Comical yeah, defending by Newcastle. There you go. There's our big no scored. Um, but I just think we, yeah, I don't know. It was he, he put out a strong enough team, yeah. But it, it was a it was a game. I don't know. It was almost like he was half hoping that Man United wouldn't fancy it. That's what it would, looked like. Would for you me. say he put out the best team he could? No. No, no, me neither. No, I don't think so. Who would you... So, just to bring that up then, who would you put out then, John or, or Nigel? I mean, he got hampered a bit, didn't he, with the, with the players going down. I'm not sure that was the game to bring on the um, 18-year-old, uh, Mippo or Beppo or whatever we want to call him, Beko. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was the game to bring him on away at Old Trafford. Yeah. Needs must, though. Yeah. I mean, worse West Ham teams would beat better Man United teams at Old Trafford. Yeah. All right. Fair so. enough. Anyway, we are out, um, and we could say as much as we want. Um, who do you want to win the <laughs> FA Cup now? Or do you oh, don't care? I couldn't care less. Um, I'm trying to think the teams are in it. Everton, I think... Really? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I think anyway, Everton, I think Everton are going to make the top four. Well, the, the, the funny thing about it is, is that all the things. So we're sitting. Let's say we're sitting fourth. All right, Chelsea, whatever. Chelsea have got a game, but that that will only be goal difference when they go above us. If there's two teams below us. 
with two games in hand, that if they win those games in hand, we'll go above us. But the reason why I don't ever get hung up on that is because the most important thing is not games in hand, but points on the board. Everton, I think, have had three chances to go above us and have blown all three chances in, in since we've gone above Everton. Um, I think Villa is the other team with two games in hand. If they win them, they'll be above us on goal difference. But I'd rather be in our position than having games in hand. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So Well, we're safe now. That's the main thing. Oh, that is yeah. true. That is safe. We are safe. Yeah. We are safe. We are safe. We're not going to get relegated this season. No. Woo! So talking of that, let's talk about the next five games. And just to let you know, if you didn't know already, we've got Spurs next Sunday. I only found um, that out today, funny enough. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the following Saturday, we've got Man City away, uh, followed by uh, Leeds at home Dirty on the Leeds. 6th of March. Then we've got Man United away, back to Old Trafford on the 13th of March. And and to round it off, nothing. I don't know why we even mentioned five, because it's it, they're just a mid-table obscurity team. We've then got Arsenal at home. Um, so... Well, we're back to where uh, we were at the beginning of the season where we looked at the fixtures then and thought, that's us down. So so what, what do we reckon? Spurs, Spurs are not in good form, are they? So if, if it's worth, you know, they're, they're, I, I didn't say they're there for the taking, but, you know, if we're on our game. Say that. The teams they've lost, they've lost to recently have been teams above them. I mean, they would, I think they lost to Man City, didn't they, recently? Mm. They did. I think so. So, when you, you say, think um, it's, a, it's, it's yeah, I think it will be a tough game. I but, look at but, it. If we can get five points out of the next five games, I'm really happy. You're happy. Well, that's we won't ask for predictions because we're going to no. do it at the end. Um, Man City. I can't see us getting anything about Man City away. That Man City are, are, are back in form, uh, scoring goals for fun, embarrass quite a few clubs and. Hard to see us really winning that game. Um, saving our goal difference, I guess. Um, I mean, if we're left- worrying about Arsenal, Arsenal are eight points behind us. And if you look down yeah. and you look up, you know, we're four points behind Man United in second. Yeah. It's- well, ignoring and ignoring the game, and I'd, I'd do it at your peril against Leeds on the 6th of March and moving on to Old Trafford... We haven't won in Old Trafford since Carlos Tevez won in 2007, scored the goal. Um, do you see us doing any better? They're, they're in second place. Do you, does anyone see us doing any better at Old Trafford? In, yeah, in the I think it's possible. In March? Well, really? The, the way they played yesterday, yeah. yeah. I've got, I've yeah, got yeah, another right. great stat for you, Sean. Go on then. So, I, I, someone... In, on a Facebook, on a general football Facebook group I'm a member of, did this. And it was quite in-depth. And what they looked at was um, every every result so far in the Premier League and then compared it um, to the past um, five seasons that ended with a one. So they went back into the old first division and looked at... Um, 
the percentage of home wins to away wins. And so far this season, um, only 37% of games played have been a home win, which is 10% down on the average. Right. So it shows there not having fans in the ground does even it up. And uh, so therefore, I think we could have a chance well, do you know what the super? So I, I, I've done a story on this, but I, I've just updated it now. The supercomputer used by footballwebpages.co.uk updates as they see the predicted um, final league table. They've got Man City's champions at ninety-eight points. They've got Leicester City second, believe it or not, on seventy-five points. Man United third on seventy points. Liverpool fourth on sixty-eight points. Sorry, we're not going to make Champions League. Fifth place, Aston Villa on 67 points. Chelsea, six on 65 points. And there's West Ham, seventh place, grabbing a European, a Europa spot, maybe. Does it, does it go down seventh this year? Depends uh, who on wins 60, the cups. Uh, On 64 points, with a goal difference of plus 13, um, winning uh, 17 games, drawing 13, and losing eight. Um so, What's this got to do with anything? We're fourth now. Two nil. Yeah, we are fourth, but I'm just talking the end of the season. But that does put us right what in are you this. In the or what? In this, well, it's a supercomputer. You can't, you can't. Oh, this is nonsense! In this supercomputer prediction, Spurs do finish eighth, Everton finish ninth, and Arsenal finish tenth. Just saying, just saying. You never know. Well, that, would, that be... would make this our best ever Premier League season. Oh, Chelsea are turning up. Yeah. Uh, well, they were they were going to do it anyway. That's uh, a Newcastle or a little bit of a downward spiral, to be honest. Ooh, oh, one, two, and three. Who? Newcastle? Newcastle. The I best guess. form of the season. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know about football? Is you Another Sean classic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I've I've just remembered them losing game. I don't follow their results, if I'm honest with you. Or West Ham's um, come to think of it. We're, we're moving on to the last game. Arsenal at home, uh, out of the five. Um, we fancy ourselves against Arsenal at the London Stadium, John. Yeah, I not if the right if the right West Ham turn up, mate. I'm happy with playing anyone. Right. Apart from City, we normally lose 4 0. How many points? So, those five games, Nigel's already said he'd be happy with five. What do you say? How many points? I'm going to go for six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Big six points out of them. Uh, what, we're going to draw all the games. No, we're going to win two. <laughs> and the to... next five games or six games? Five. <laughs> next <laughs> five <laughs> games. <laughs> next five. Maximum of 15, just so. Um, um, four. Do you know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling that when we come up against a team that are, that are historically better than us, under Moyes we get nothing. Mm. Yet when we play these games, as we've done tonight, and just the teams that we should go out and give them a game, and probably beat them. We do beat them, and it's getting somewhat predictable. Not, not, I'm not complaining about that. You know, we're in you January say, we've only lost before? two games, isn't it? In January we've only lost two games. Who have we lost to? 
Liverpool, uh, well, Man United. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. Man United. That's Did it. you say that before, Lynn, or did someone else say that to me? I think someone else might have said it. Well, it's the same. I definitely it. thought it, but I can't remember what I was saying what I think anymore. <laughs> it's been so much time on my own. <laughs> it's, it's, it is true. It's getting to the point where the teams that we we would expect to roll over where we always used to lose, we're now beating them teams yeah. and just have this inferiority complex against the bigger teams. Yeah. It's good to we're, be like that. It's good to actually, yeah. you know, because for years... We, we've had seasons. I mean, the season under Kirbishley, like when we last won against um, Man United, you know, we stayed up by the skin of our teeth. It's the only season ever we've beat Arsenal and Man United home and away in the Premier League. Never done yeah. it before. That's when Arsenal were a top two team and Man but, United yeah. were champions. It's, it's good to... But in the respect of where you see like an Arsenal not being very good anymore... And like the Man United are so inconsistent, it it'd be nice to to give them an, the odd beating, wouldn't it? But only Newcastle, realistically, have beat us. That now you would think, well, what you know, we we should never have lost that game. But then you think, well, it was the first game of the season, and I think we got caught cold. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to be a bit more optimistic. I'm going to go for nine points, as I do in Super Six, right? I predict wins or losses. I don't do draws. So I'm going to go for a win over all the clubs that are below us and a loss for all the clubs that are above us. So win against, one nil win against Spurs, a, a, a loss against um, Man City, a win against Leeds, loss against Man United, a win against Arsenal. Nine points, which will put us on 51 points by the end of March. Not see it happening, do you? I'm not winning you over, am I? Yeah. Well, well nothing <laughs> out. It's so, possible, but not probable. Do you want to change your five points? You said, I'll be no. happy with five no, points. No, I'll what be happy. What do you think we, we get? Well, the thing is, in five games' time, if you look at Arsenal, they looked untouchable. They let Leeds back into the game. 4 0, Aubameyang gets his first hat trick. Arsenal yeah. look like back to playing some of their best football. But if they continue in that vein, then you're going to be worried. Bearing in mind that Arsenal were poor this season, still managed to beat us already. Well, after that run of five, obviously, we've only got nine games left. And our run in was we play Wolves, then Leicester City, then Newcastle, then Chelsea, then Burnley. Then Everton, then Brighton, and final oh West Bromwich Albion relegate them, and the final game of the season Southampton. Yeah, so, um, so this is our bad run, isn't it? This is the most intense run. I wouldn't call it a bad run. This this yeah. is you know this is an intense because you can't you know Leicester ain't at the end of the day, uh, uh, and the you know a, a yeah game Leicester Leicester's think, a good team. You're right. They're, they're, so, they've got a good chance of finishing the Champions League. You know, it. I, I just hope that if we only get the thing, I hope is that if we only get five points out of the next five games, people ain't back to the old. You know, oh, we had the chance to push on. There's so many Moy's people. Out. I don't know why. I don't know. Not Moyes out. I just I don't know why they seem to forget where we've come from to get to this position now. How, how yeah. we've got here. But for me, the proof's in the puddings next season. I mean, you can you, you can accept 
where we are and what we're doing. But yeah. you can't can't have a moment that people think you know we've got an opportunity here and we could have pushed on. Well, no, I, I, I think you can. I think you can go hold up, people. You, you know, you let's try and build something rather than than this. Just, this season is like no other, isn't it? It's no, a really but, strange season, and I do, I do believe that if we'd have gone out and just got a striker, we would finish higher than we're likely to. It is possible, funny enough, it is, much like twenty sixteen, that this is the chance for us to finish in the top four because a lot of the clubs are falling by the wayside. I mean, Spurs, as we said, you know, Spurs mm. dropped off. Yeah, Arsenal, right, you just said about yeah. Everton. Everton. It, it, well, yeah, but Everton, I mean, when you look when you look back, um, Everton uh, sacked their manager around the same time as we sacked Pellegrini. You know, they went out and got Ancelotti, far superior manager. You know, we're going to get Moyes back. You know, you know, far superior manager, <laughs> and, and we brought in. Deal. You know, we brought in David Moyes. Yeah, but as as uh, Lem pointed out, you know, at one point they were talking about getting Moyes. They'd agreed. They'd, they'd agreed the deal. I heard. I'm not saying you told me that though. I can't see <laughs> Ray, um, Ray, Ray Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, it? I wasn't. I'm not sure if it was Ray told me about the penalty. Now, like I said to John, I can't remember who tells me what. I can't. I can't believe they were going to get Moyes. But I can't believe that Mashuri, who, who who's the money man um, with Usmanov, allegedly, I'll add, uh, behind him. Um, I can't see them going for a Moyes type manager. But I mean, I I, ex- I accept if we had invested and got a striker in and we did finish fourth that it, we probably wouldn't better sustain that next season and we'd probably fall away and collapse anyway. No, but the, the mad thing is we were, we were talking about Diego Costa and a lot of people were going, no, nah, I don't want him, I don't want him. But if Diego Costa, so if we got him in at 200 grand a week, and that's what he wants, by the way. Right. He was say, offered to yeah, us at two hundred grand a week. So yeah, two hundred grand a week. Yeah, but like I say, you don't give him two hundred grand a week. You give him four grand, four million pound signing on fee, and hundred grand a week. No, hold up, hold up. Say, say you get, we give him the two hundred grand a week. Yeah. So he's here for what ten weeks? Yeah. Twelve yeah. weeks. So if he if he fires us, um two places higher or place higher is near enough paid back the money. So there's a bit he of He doesn't want thinks, him, though. I mean, no, th- I'm let's not be respectful it. to Moyes. Yeah, no, it's I not am. about the money. Moyes didn't want him and, no, and was very that. clear about it. I know yeah. that. But what I'm trying to allude to is the fact is that perhaps if they had gone out, I know he didn't want him and whatever, but if a, if a player like that, a striker, let's face it, we do, it's, it's probable we're are you going to be happy with that front line going up against the likes of Man United's back line, going up against Man City's back line, going up against Arsenal's back line? Yeah, no, we're going to struggle, aren't we? We'd, I mean, Link, Lingard seems to have a shoot-on-side policy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, and that's the trouble. thing. There's a bit of me where I'm always saying, "Hold up, let's remember where we come from." There's a bit of me thinks, "Well, actually, this is the year if you was going to do it to actually go and do it." And they didn't have to spend big, but that's been to, and gone. Go, it's like crying over spilt oh, milk. No, but that's you how can I still feel. talk that about is, it, Sean. 
Right. So I but, thought but they could have had a punt. You seem slightly disrespectful to David Moyes, to be honest. He's doing no, a great job. Disrespectful to him. Yeah, hey, don't talk about disrespect after the fucking shit that you have wrote this week. Because <laughs> yeah. if you want to go down that road, yeah, I'll pull you apart. Well, we already have pulled him apart, really. But, <laughs> see, this is where I miss out because I just don't read any of it. I wish so, I had it, to be what, fair. What have we had? What have we had this week then that's even more disrespectful than normal? The Claret and you this, went to no, war yeah. with Trevor Sinclair. I didn't go to war. I, I We put opinion. Um, uh, Trevor, Sinclair, Trevor Sinclair on... He, he was on Jim White's show, and he, he went on for it. the owners. He's, he's, he's one of the presenters right. on it. He's one of the presenters. He went for the owners again, blamed the owners, and David Moyes saying, don't know why, about Jesse Lingard. Why why, why did he sign Jesse Lingard? Why didn't he sign a stri- striker? I blame the owners. This is not on. It's not fair on the West Ham fans. So I, I ran that story, and we put a Clarence Hugh view that, that, you know, he has a... Um, reputation of being a bit anti-board. He's spoken out against the board yeah, numerous times. He's got a net reputation of being arse lickers to the board. And pro-board. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we're entitled for the opinion, but people coming out on Twitter and saying he's a West Ham legend, I'm not, I'm not sure I agree. Oh, well, Twitter is the reason you exist in the circumstance that you are. Yeah, but, but I'm if not. If you wasn't for Twitter, you wouldn't be... But I'm not. He's not a West Ham legend. Oh, so disrespect him. No, I'm no, sorry. It wasn't disrespected. It was oh. an opinion. Well, you called him sad. Not you personally, but well, your, I your website did. Yeah. Now listen. Last week, Trevor Sinclair came out and said, if they buy a striker, the fans should lay off Brady, Sullivan, and Gold. I saw that because I commented against it. Because I said, what's Brady got to do with signing a striker? So but you come in. You have a problem with the board saying that that Moyes well, didn't sign a striker because of the board and actually laying into the board. Um, well, he's well, independent well, of the true, situation, though, yeah. so he's no, it's he, not he, true. He, it is true. No, the, no the it's board, not true. The board are shit. In your opinion, Sean, it ain't true. The board are shit, Sean. That's no, no, the majority. Well, right. David view. Moyes came out very clearly and said, "I had the money." I decided not to use it. He had up to 30 million available. We know he bid that kind of amount for someone else. He wants to buy the Sevilla um, striker, I forget his name, for 40 million in the summer. He's looking at Danny Ings, as many other people are, in the summer. He decided to make his priority Jesse Lingard, and we should respect him for that. And if I want to have a view about Trevor Sinclair, no, but I'm it's the way. I'm sorry, well. it's the way it's worded, Sean. You the clarity and you thing on whatever. It's 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 pot, it's, it's pot calling kettle black. It's like you're totally ignorant to the crap that you lot come out with, and because someone's taking the opposing the opposing view to clarity uh, and you, uh, uh, you have to go yeah, after and, uh, and try and rubbish it. And, and we get st- we get stick all the time. So what does all it you matter? Do? You didn't pull the shirt on, Sean. Trevor Sinclair did. Well, that's fine, and, that's and he's entitled to his opinion. And they're right to. All right, fine. Well, they're entitled. You're entitled to your opinion. They're entitled to their opinion. But equally, it's free press, as far as I'm aware, and I'm allowed to give an opinion. Yeah, as but did what, Trev. Yeah, that's right. But the thing is, yeah, that's fine. Say to Absolutely, right? we gave two different opinions. That's, what? But but don't crucify everybody just because they've got no, a different I'll opinion. No, I'll crucify you for it. 
All right, Paul, Paul Campbell. Paul Campbell <laughs> from United. Mate, I'll screw it together and now you up to it. All right, fair enough. You're entitled to your opinion. Um, but, you know, I disagree with you and I don't see a, a, a big problem with our no, but opinion. That's your if you problem, don't like Sean. it, yeah, that's, no, that's it's not your, my problem. See, that's your, your, your disagreement with everybody's opinion based on this is pro, pro, uh, 100% yeah, based on your financial benefit of what that's, you do. That's not. That's not. That true. is Sean, because that's not ten true. years ago you were you thought exactly the same way as me about everything about football, and since you've got involved in this side of football and the money comes rolling in and you get your favours and whatever, your opinion has changed. I, right. So I didn't do it to support the board. That wasn't the um the part of it. I wrote it. I take full responsibility of it. Did I expect it to have the backlash? It did. Absolutely not. But you know what? Sometimes I write up to 20 stories a day and I don't think about it. I don't think about suddenly, well, did I But that's your detachment as a fan, though, Sean. And this is the thing. possibly. It is. You ain't a fan no more, Sean. But but do you know what? I didn't... Isn't it funny that the people that complain about and gave me our time are the normal people that are always on my back. They are the people who hate the board and, and will stick the knife in anything. And, and again, main, mostly on Twitter, not on Facebook. The people that came into the Facebook forum tend to be a certain group of people who want, who hate the board. So there did seem to be the backlash from the anti-board people. Which is I'm, where I'm, you always I'm happy. Get it. I'm thick skinned. <laughs> That's where you're. I'm thick skinned. I take it on the. I'll take it on the nose. Did should should well, we have called? Will do uh, one hang on. on should we have called? <laughs> Let me be Should there. we have called? Um, should we have called Trevor Brookin sad? No, right. Not Trevor Brookin. Trevor Sinclair. Should Trevor Sinclair sad. Yeah, that was it. Who was I writing about? Um, no. All right, but but you know, I made I, I made a judgment call. I wrote a story. I still stand by it. But if, if it upset people, I apologise. I don't ever do it to offend people. And if Trevor Brook, uh, Trevor Sinclair to generate to me, clicks and make money. That's what you well, do it for. And you clutch at anything you can. And this is the, what I'm saying. You are no longer the fan that I used to go to football with. You are a money-generating journalist type person who's there. You're like you're like Adrian Durham. You're just there. All right, but it, there's, uh, there's and, a and lot stories. of people around br- football that generate money. How if you, you take you that don't analogy, bring then to everybody the fan who's, base anymore. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If we're going to take that analogy, then you could say that about all the YouTube channels and all the other podcasts exist, and all the ex players who now do go on Talksport, you know, uh, and to be controversial. Yeah, I can say a lot of them. You know? they, a lot of them say and do what they do because they toe the line because they still have connections. Absolutely. Some toe the line and some say it just to be a bit shock jock. Some say it it because they're they're aware of the mood of the fan base. You you could argue in the same way Jim White is is in with David Sullivan and and his pro board, it's almost they've set set up um, Trevor Sinclair to be the opposite, to balance it out. You know, if I was being cynical, it, it, it's been set up that way by Lee Clayton, who's head of TalkSport. Call me a conspiracy theorist. But anyway, uh, is, is this really interesting? I, I get that you didn't like that article. Fair enough. I didn't know nothing right? about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on. Uh, there's been more takeover rumours this week. 
Um, first story was crap. Well, it was because the first the first one was run by um, uh, I think it was the Athletic to say uh, De Grosser, Joseph De Grosser was wanted to buy Southampton for two hundred, but he was only prepared to pay one hundred and fifty. He wasn't prepared to pay two hundred in pandemic. So instead, he he was going to buy Newcastle or West Ham. Um, I wrote a story after that saying West Ham would want at least five hundred million pound today. Football Insider, which I, I don't give a lot of credence to be honest, their journalists. By the way, just to talk about journalists, their journalists only get paid for writing exclusives. So everything in Football Insider has to be exclusive, and then it's syndicated around different websites. But that's another story. Uh, they wrote the story today saying Jealously. West Ham want <laughs> West Ham want six hundred million. Look. It ain't happening. If the gro- well, let me ask you, Nigel, is the growth going to happen? No. no. And we've got inside track on that a little bit. Yeah, and why Why wouldn't it happen? Main well, reason, if, without if, inside track. Well, if he ain't going to pay, let's face it, let's look at it without inside track. If he ain't paying 200 million for Southampton, <laughs> he ain't paying 500 million or 450 yeah. million or 400 million at a push yeah. for West Ham. Well, he ain't if he it. only wants to pay 150, he ain't going to buy um, West Ham for 150. So it's a dead story. It's nothing. Um, so we've come, we, we, we said we're ready to do an hour tonight. Last one I want to talk to you all about. Obviously, the, um, the, the uh, results from Hamish United polls come out. Uh, five thousand allegedly five thousand five hundred and thirty took the um, the survey. I say allegedly because they had said on Talksport Andy had said a thousand. Now it's five thousand. I'm not I'm not disputing that it was five thousand three hundred and thirty, but I, I just question why the difference between going on the radio and and releasing it. Nigel, what did you make of the results? <sighs> It told us nothing new, did it? I, 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 you know, Amish United took a... I don't know if they took a gamble or not. Everybody's 43%, hung up on this. 43% of their members took if it, I, listen, which works out about two 2,500 or so. Well, there's two ways. Of, this is two ways. So if you look at it from a point of view... Normally, you'll say if you get over a thousand people, that's reflective. That's exactly what Andy said. Yeah. To so if you get over a thousand, so you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. So they got five thousand people to take it. You know, funny enough, I wrote an article in West Ham till I die that publicised it. You know, we publicised it. You know, well done for those that got named for publicising it. I'm not bitter, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I didn't name this podcast. Yeah, clarity. Funny but enough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but don't worry. I didn't publicise it for that anyway. So we, yeah. we publicise it. Now, they come out and they say, firstly, the fact that they, when when you're an organisation that represents members, the only people you, you really be olden to is your members. To then turn around and say, well, we're not giving it to you, the results to you until the club looked at it. Well, I'm afraid that's, that shouldn't how it work. You'd be holding to your members, not to the people at the club. The, the club can see it at the same time. It, it don't matter. You, you give it or, or show it to the people that took the survey. So I think they sort of shot themselves in the foot by saying, yeah, we got the results back, but we're not telling you because we're going to show the club first. And then it was two weeks later before the results come out. People sort of moved on since then. But then you play the numbers game 
And then you look at it and you think, here's an organization claiming 18,000 membership and only 2,500 of their membership could be bothered to take an art survey. That is not a good look. If you're sitting in, if I'm now working for West Ham, I'm thinking, <laughs> who are you again? And, yeah. and quite how it, they see it gives them a mandate to walk into an SAB meeting and go bald out. I don't mm. think, it, in my eyes, no, it don't. Again, as I've always said, Amazon United should concentrate on being a protest group. I think that, you know, there's there's an argument to be had that, you know, I've always been Brady out first. And you, you go after Brady for a reason, because that's more achievable than GSB out. And I don't know. I'm not saying there's a crossroads. They've got an hardcore support that will always back them GSB out. GSB out long term though especially with the the the, the SAB whatever you, I don't dress it up it's the SAB yeah they're, they're sitting down with six other groups that frankly Whistler and Manage United said we're not going to go into those meetings because they could have set they could have sat on the on the SAB and they could have applied for it but they said no we're not doing it well now what they've done is they're sitting down with the same people that are there. Yeah, you know, and, and, no, and I'm not going to put the the, the the boot anymore. They've got a it's their bed. They can lie in it. Let's see how they get on. I've got my reservations whether this be any more than the pre two previous incarnations I was on. Well, um, I think I think John, Hammers I was United, about to say, go on for Hammers United. I think they the we will see when everything gets back to some kind of normality. They had a momentum going into this. Yeah pandemic they had a momentum and they were growing so the fact that a lot of people didn't take this survey or whatever at this particular time i wouldn't read great amount into that because there's a, there's a bit of apathy i think yeah, in I, general. Think, I think i think there's a lot of i mean a lot of people i speak to don't even watch football hardly anymore yeah it, no, they true. can't stand watching it with the, the crowd Mm. You know, 50% of what people gripe about at the owners um, are probably, you know, things that have gone now. So there's nothing to be done about it. And then those, you know, they had momentum. Because we were still crying over spilt milk. Um, No, there's, there's people protesting. They were getting traction because of how bad we were doing in the league, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, would they, would the press have come out against the owners last year? This time last year, we were looking at relegation and the press was on, you know, Sky, Supplement and everything. People, journalists were coming out against the owners. They're not doing well, that, that was now, also, are they? That was also a reaction to the fact that there was organising marches and Stuff like that going no, on. Yeah, but what I'm saying is is that the, the press are not doing that now, are they? They're not coming out no, against the ownership. But but let's see. That's like John like John said, let's let's see what happens when the pandemic when things get some sort of normality get back, back. And see if... I, I don't I want I don't want to kick them when they're down. I think I think they've lost the momentum due to the pandemic. I'm not I'm personally not sure that it will ever come back again. Um, especially after the season we've had, but, it will, but if it looks like we're going see. down, I know, I know their tag. I know their tag is back the regime, uh, back the team, not the regime. That's but your let's, tag, Sean. Let's see. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm John, from- John, John, I want John. you apparently 
Lenny can hear you, but no one else. He's had a technical problem. Can you ask him for his prediction? Lenny, can your, we have your prediction, please? For Spurs. On the no. West Ham, if you can hear me, not, uh, John. I can hear you loud. Oh, good. Clear. You're all I can hear. 1 0 West Ham, Sean. That's all you need, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> 1 0 West Ham. All right. So, what, what's your prediction against Spurs, John? Um, I'm going to go 2 1 West Ham. Okay. Uh, Nigel? Draw one all. Uh, oh, that doesn't leave me a lot, does it? Uh, I'm going to go for nil nil. I don't usually do that, but uh, after no, I said earlier that I, I was going to go for the point. Three nil West Ham. There you go. Four three, four three West Ham. There we go. Uh, anyway, I've been Sean. Uh, Lenny has been. Lenny, what have you been? Um, I've been happy in fourth <laughs> place temporarily. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't, don't know, know what you said. Like... John, you have been. <laughs> I, I've I've been listening to Lenny, <laughs> and, and and Nigel uh, has been. Oh dear, sitting in a dark room. Anyway, that's all the time we have this week. No questions. Sorry. Uh, we recorded after the match and we got things to do. I'm sure we'll be back with questions next week um, and uh, normal podcast length. Bye. Bobby Moore. Come on, you irons. More than just a podcast. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.